Hey guys, it's Ananya and welcome back to Vivacy Reality. Today's episode is all about Pride Month and you may be saying, why are you releasing this at the end of Pride Month? And my answer to that is, it's on purpose. And my purpose here is to ensure that I am emphasizing the message that Pride Month is every month, no matter what. You may be an ally during June, but just remember, you must be an ally for the remaining 11 months of the year. I've heard so many people just allow homophobic comments and jokes to be made, and then during June, you know, I'll see them say that they're an ally, but I think it's important to remind people that we need to be supportive no matter what. If someone's born a certain way, we should support them. It doesn't make them any less human, especially if it's their sexuality. It has nothing to do with us. It has nothing to do with anyone really other than the person themselves if they love that person let them love who they want to love if they feel uncomfortable with their gender identity and they want to feel better about their gender identity let them if someone wants to work out you let them work out if someone doesn't want to work out you just don't tell them to work out as someone who's an ally and has friends who are a part of the lgbtq community i want you to know that you are heard i love you and i'm always here for you especially if you're from a marginalized community like the south asian community it becomes hard the stigma is difficult the the backlash is just heartbreaking. I mean, the backlash, you know, with anything related to stigma is heartbreaking. But if you think about it, this podcast being a mental health podcast is is in itself an example of why stigma is so harmful. I can make millions of episodes on mental health because it's so stigmatized and because there are so many aspects of it to dismantle. And being a part of the LGBTQ plus community, not only are there connections to your mental health worsening when you're struggling with your identity, but also that stigma of being a part of the community is so incredibly multifaceted and difficult in so many ways because there are so many layers. There's the guilt complex. There's, you know, being a, being a disappointment to your family. There's the what will people say? There's the how are you how are we going to get you married and there's the how am i going to explore my sexuality without feeling any shame there's the how am i going to come out to my parents there's so many aspects that can be so difficult on one's mental health as a part of the lgbtq plus community and i just want to say that i appreciate all of you and i support all of you and all of your endeavors in the future because i know for a fact that there are going to be some people that won't support you and i want you to know that it's okay because it's not selfish to prioritize yourself and who you love and who you want to be i just find it so incredibly heartbreaking that i see so many people feeling so guilty for being who they are you can't change the way you were born you can't change who you're attracted to you can't change any of that no matter what someone else's morals are you can't change that and some people don't understand that and for that i'm so incredibly sorry before i move on to talking a little bit more about the experiences that you guys told me via an instagram highlight I do want to say one thing, and that is the Roe v. Wade situation. I don't want to get into politics. This podcast is not about politics, but at the same time, it's necessary to say this here. Roe v. Wade was setting a precedent for the enumerated right to privacy. Now, what does that mean, right? That means that this Supreme Court decision set a precedent, or in other words, kind of like a case that everyone kind of looked at to follow, making similar decisions, 
to the enumerated right, which enumerated right is essentially something that is not really written in the Constitution, but is assumed in the Constitution. Enumerated right to privacy. So what does that mean, right? First, I just want to say enumerated rights are very openly followed. You can look at the articles of the Constitution in America. I believe it's Article 1, Section 8. It may not be. I don't remember right now. But it's in the articles where it says enumerated powers are followed because enumerated powers are very much existent especially considering the Constitution was written years ago and there are enumerated powers and situations that, you know, were not assumed while writing down the Constitution. So I want to put that out there. But the enumerated right to privacy is essentially saying that we as human beings have the right to be private about certain situations. The abortion situation was regarding the privacy to health care. And the enumerated right to privacy about religion, you know, you're, you're allowed to pray to whoever you want to pray. You don't have to disclose that. Uh, you have the right to privacy for speech and protest. You're allowed to have privacy in that. That's the enumerated right. So I just want to explain that before I continue on. With Roe v. Wade being overturned, a lot of people are concerned about same-sex marriages also being the next step because that too was set based off the precedent of the right to privacy. And I do want to say that for anyone, for anyone at all who is scared or just in absolute awe. There are so many ways to make an impact, but I want people to understand that this decision could have an impact on the LGBTQ plus community and what they have fought for. And if you are an ally and you are someone who wants to make sure that things don't go further, be sure to make an impact. And you can always reach out to me via DM personally. I can send you some resources. Um, I, I just really feel like I need to say that because that is something that has broke my heart. And I, again, don't want to get into politics. I just want to explain that concept well and why people who support the LGBTQ plus community are scared. That is the reason. And if you choose to be supporting those who are concerned about this, then please feel free to reach out to me and I can send you resources. But moving on. I really do think that it's important to amplify the voices of people who are a part of the community because I'm not a part of it. And it's really unfair for me to just be able to say, you know what, I know, I know what it's like. So I'm going to talk about it because that's just extremely ignorant in my opinion. I'm going to go ahead and read a couple of the things that you guys have told me, the experiences, and I'm going to read them anonymously because I do understand that's very, very important. I do appreciate all of you that did open up to me and I'm going to keep you all anonymous and I talk to all of you individually via DM so you all know that I really appreciate you and I'm just going to go ahead and jump right into it. So the first thing, this person said, my family told me that if I get involved in that same sex BS, they'll disown me because I'll bring shame. So this is something we need to talk about, right? First, this whole idea of being part of the LGBTQ plus community, being considered BS is insane. And it sounds very familiar. It sounds very familiar to a lot of us, even if you're not a part of the LGBTQ plus community. And let me tell you where you hear it from. It's the mental health BS that you hear too. Both of those topics are so incredibly stigmatized that they're just deemed as BS and invalid. Being a part of the community is invalid. Being 
you know, struggling with mental health is invalid. And you see some progress with mental health, right? You see that progress where people are saying, yeah, okay, maybe my child may have a mental health illness. Maybe they're struggling. But you won't see that with the LGBTQ plus community. In my opinion, the progress in the mental health community is, is, is happening. But you know where it's not happening? It's really not happening in the LGBTQ plus community. And maybe it's happening in mainstream media. There are a couple of movies that have came out like... Uh, uh, and I'm trying to think of the last one. I think it's Shab Shankar, something like that. It has, it has Anshuman Karana in it, and he plays a gay man. Yeah, sure, there are those movies. How they done in in the how they done in the Bollywood industry? Not that great, because people don't want to support anything related to LDB anything related to the LGBTQ plus community. And it's, it's heartbreaking. You see so many attempts towards normalizing, but at the end of the day, the only way we'll normalize is if we normalize it in our generation right now and normalizing it in our generation right now requires more people to speak up. How do you support people who are speaking up? You support creators who are part of the LGBTQ plus community and South Asian and Honestly, that's why I want to make this episode because I think it's super important to be able to put this into the world and into the universe in order for people to see that this is something that's very prevalent and something that's not just another another aspect of the stigma that exists in the South Asian community. It's actually a lot more than that. It's something that's very difficult for people to deal with and something that's very, very difficult for people to come to terms with too on the other aspect or on the other part of the spectrum where they're actually receiving the news that, you know, their child has, you know, a mental health illness or they're receiving the news that their child is a part of the LGBTQ plus community. I think that it's really important to remember that things are not normalized in our motherland. And if they are, they're often not in the best way. It's often a derogatory normalization. So having that switch from a Western culture or into a Western culture is difficult. And I think the only way we can really counter that is by being the switch in mindset ourselves. I do want to say that this terrible, terrible notion of people just being disowned because of the way they were born is genuinely, genuinely heartbreaking. I just want you all to know if anyone else is going through the similar situation that this person is, that you are not shameful. You being born in certain ways, not shameful. You can't control who you love and you can't control how you feel in your body. And that's okay. If you want to make sure you're happy and you're doing what's best for your mental well-being, you want to make sure that you're comfortable in who you are. And you want to do that as soon as you can so you can grow and enjoy the rest of your life. And if that requires you to come out very young, then that's what you're going to do. It's what's best for you. And that's what your families want too. They want what's best for you and they don't understand that you being yourself and coming out is what's truly best for you. And at the end of the day, being threatened to be disowned by people you love and being threatened to bring shame because you love your family is so incredibly, incredibly burdensome because we as immigrant children are often feeling this burden of making sure our parents are proud of us and making sure that our parents are feeling like the work they're putting in is worth it. And we think us coming out or us telling them about what's going on in our lives is 
going to hurt them. When in reality, if you hide it, it's just going to hurt you more. And your parents wouldn't want you to be hurt more. And I know it's hard for you, you to believe me, but this is just this is just something that I really want to send out there. Like, you should not feel guilty for being you. That is that is the truth. And it's so heartbreaking that so many people have DM'd me in the past too, saying that their families have threatened to disown them. And, you know, this person continues saying to the family, uh, or... Yeah, to the family, I've been dating a girl in secret for almost four months, and now I'm scared to tell them. Regardless of, like, the rest of the details, I just think it's important to put out there that you are so incredibly strong for even telling me. Even though I said I'd say it anonymously, I'm so glad you are. And I'm so glad you're dating the person you have feelings for and like, because you should not... You should not starve yourself from what's normal and what's going to make you happy. And at the end of the day, if you want to tell your family, you want to make sure you're telling them at a time where you have the resources and the ability to stand on your own. And I'm so sorry if you're a minor and you're scared to, to do this. I genuinely think it's important to have some kind of standing or some kind of backup because it's going to be hard. And I know it. it it's hard to believe this, but our parents will come around, like your, your parents will. Specifically, you know, with my parents, I think I've seen, I've seen growth too. At first, the whole concept was very foreign to them and after me explaining things to them and after them meeting a lot of my friends who are part of the community, my parents have grown to just believe that, you know, it's normal and it's okay and that's just how people are born and we just have to support them and who they are as long as they're happy and as long as they're safe and that's, that's genuinely what I think is going to happen in the future. I think parents grow, parents evolve. I see so many times that people say that their parents have struggled to come to terms with their relationship, especially if they're in a same-sex relationship, and it's been years and they're still not in terms with it. But at the same time, there are some parents who grow and evolve, and it's worth giving it a shot. You just want to make sure you have your own standing so you're not left in a very dark place if you have to still rely on your parents. I, I just really want to put that out there. That's really, really important. Um, another another person, you know, said this. They essentially were just saying that, you know, I'm bisexual and I told my parents and they did disown me. And to that, I'm, I just am in absolute awe because once again, it just seems like your parents would not want to do that to you. And I know it sucks, but at the end of the day, our parents are raised differently than us. And they probably just didn't know what to do. And to them, that's what they had to do because this whole idea of which is essentially just what will people say is such a toxic part of our culture. And it sucks. And we have to get rid of it. Us. Us as, you know, millennials or Gen Z, we need to get rid of it because it's toxic and it's harming so many people in so many ways, especially mentally. Um, you know, a lot of other people came forward too regarding their experiences where they've heard terrible things and been called terrible names and slut shamed and things like that for simply just wanting to have a relationship with someone who's the same sex as them. I'm not going to go into details regarding this one because it is a little bit, you know, it just seems a little private. And even though this person said it's okay to use them anonymously, I just don't feel comfortable being super, super graphic here. But 
you know, it's hard. Like, these comments are heartbreaking. Just seeing your family seemingly turn against you is heartbreaking. But I promise you that you are not selfish. And it is better for you to tell them eventually when you have your own standing than it is for you to live in suffering for the rest of your life. Um, I, I, I see it as like, I see it as like not getting therapy if you've gone through something traumatic, you know, it's going to always stick with you and your identity will always stick with you. And it's going to be an internal struggle for the rest of your life. If you don't do this, it's not selfish to love who you want to love. It's not selfish and you should not ever feel guilty. And I really do want to emphasize that. I, I also want to say I'm here. I'm open. I'm, my DMs are open. If you need help coming out, if you want to come out to me and that's the first step, you always can. I'm always a safe person to come out to. I love you all genuinely. I respond to every DM and I care about every single one of you. I want you to know you're heard no matter what. Um, yeah, I just, I just really wanted to say that. I cannot imagine how difficult it is to be able to express yourself in a world that is seemingly stepping backwards, moving backwards in rights, and a world that is so incredibly beautiful. The South Asian community is so incredibly beautiful in so many facets, in so many ways, but just that stigma is so harmful, and it's so hard, and I want you to know that I'm here for you, and I'm here to support you in every step of the way if you need me to be. Just know that it'll work out in the future. It always does. It always will. And at the end of the day, you have to do what makes you happy. Because if you're not, you're only harming yourself. And you should know your worth. You're better than you harm, harming yourself and making it hard for, for yourself to be able to be happy. There are so many people that will support you. Whether that's a friend, whether that's a family member. And if you don't have anyone, then there's me. You're always supported and you're always loved. And no matter what your identity is, you remember that you cannot change it. And that's okay. And that's okay. I love you all very much. And I hope you guys all had an amazing Pride Month. I hope you all know that you're always supported and you're always cared for. And I hope you guys know that your mental health is so much more important than any other person or anything anyone else has to say to you people don't matter because at the end of the day they always have something to say you know who does matter you being comfortable with you and if you're comfortable with you that's what's best for you with all that being said i do want to say that i love you all no matter what and that if you are not a part of the community and you're an ally it's important to be a good ally allow for, you know, people who are part of the community's voices to be heard. That's why I wanted to, you know, have you guys tell me what your experiences were so I could talk about those because obviously I can't speak for them the way you guys can. There are other DMs I got as well, but I didn't want to really go into too much here because I think it's important to allow people to tell their story at their own time. But those who did swipe up on my highlight, I did really appreciate that. I appreciate all of you being strong enough to tell me. And I appreciate all of you in general. Just be there for each other and just know that I'm here for you too. So I love you guys. I hope to see you guys very, very soon. And you guys know what I say every single time. 
Make sure to eat food, drink water, and take care of yourself because you deserve it. You really, really do. I hope you guys have an amazing day, and I hope you know I love you for whoever you are, always. Bye, guys.